Well, 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 I am back in the world of podcasting. Only this time, you know, baby girl was doing it on her own. Solo dolo. Um, I'm not sure who all knows, but I wa- I once was um, a reoccurring co-host on the Part in My Bullshit podcast with uh, my homeboys Geechee and That Truth. I did it with them. I did it uh, for a little over a year, um, and then I took a step back this past January because I kind of wanted to like free up some of my time to pursue you know, some of my own passion projects and ideas or whatever. Um, nonetheless, they are still going strong. Um, I think they have two new co-hosts now, um, on the show. So you can definitely check them out on all podcasting platforms. Um, definitely big shout out to, um, part of my bullshit podcast for even introducing me first first of all for inviting me on their show just as a guest but um I guess I held it down so much that (laughs) they asked me to come on permanently in which I did and like I said I did that for a little over a year so shout out to them for introducing me to the game and getting my feet wet um helping me get used to hearing my voice coming through speakers like every week you know it's like it's a little weird when you just listening to yourself talk some days it was a little cringy and some days I was like okay sis you smart okay (laughs) anyway um let's get into like some house rules like you know kind of what you can expect moving forward um you know with this podcasting situation So, first of all, let's talk about the name, um, More Context. Uh, More Context is just pretty much the podcast spinoff from the lifestyle brand that I have begun to create, began, (laughs) began to create um, No Context. So, if you register for my newsletter on my site, brio.com, and you get my newsletters when they just so happen to come out which is not all the time because i'm not that spammy um but if you do get my newsletters then my newsletters are called some context um and then now we have the podcast which is more context (laughs) that's cute right i know um you can expect an episode i'm gonna say right now once a month every 15th so expect me like a paycheck like that deposit that you're looking for on the 15th when you get that deposit when you know your your check right here on the 15th and you excited keep that same energy when you pull up on my podcast and you hit play i want you to have the same excitement for your paycheck that you that you got for your boy well your girl because it's a podcast so i don't want i do not want nobody yeah anyway (laughs) what else can you expect oh so right now i'm only doing once a month because you know i'm trying something new and that's something new is learning to not overcommit because i do that all the time so 
Um, I'm just, you know, right now, I feel like I, I do like it so far, but I'm just going to say once a month. And if anything changes, I will let you know. Um, now, what, what you can expect uh, content-wise from the podcast, I will say that this isn't anything formal. Like, um, you can expect probably like story time um advice if you you know if you have any advice like if you would like to solicit any of my knowledge for advice most certainly I could share that with you on this podcast um we can do Q&A um I'm thinking like I could have some people pull up on me have a couple guests um I could talk to you about um, any of my projects that I'm I'm thinking about doing or like any ideas I'm working on or something I'm trying to execute. You know, just things I'm trying to manifest for myself. Basically, you know, Lord, this and some of that is what you can expect on more context. Um, so I felt like with that being said, for my inaugural episode, it's only right that I start you off with some facts, 15 to be exact, 15 facts about me. Um, I feel like I can <clears throat> I can start off with some basic facts and then kick things up a notch as I kind of go through my, my list of questions. Um, the first few are just like questions, like the basic questions, like introductory questions, like that you meet that you learn about another human as you meet them. But I realize that these things aren't shared literally clearly every day on like social media. So, you know, for people who are new to follow me or whatever, they may not actually know my name or where I live or how old I am. So obviously my first few facts will be the basics like that. And then, like I said, the rest of them will be questions that I actually got from my Instagram stories when I asked um you know what are some things that you feel like you would want to know about me that you may not know so I'm gonna get into my 15 facts about me um I did not prepare for these questions because I wanted my answers to come off as authentic as possible. So while I did glance over them and I noticed obviously that they, you know, that some of these were pretty good questions, um, I didn't give them any real thought because I felt like I wanted to think about them in the moment. So hopefully my brain doesn't um, lapse on me and I can effectively think about the um answers to these questions such as my name that one that one it, it misses me sometimes but all right here we go hold on let me take a little pull real quick hold on okay all right okay <sighs> 15 facts about me. <clears throat> Let's start, shall we? Well, for starters, my name is Brittany, Brittany Owens, hence um, Brio, 
Brio is the first three letters of my first name and the first three letters of my last name. It is not pronounced Briawi or Bri... I don't, I don't know. The The one I hear the most is Briawi. Um, if you just take the first three letters of Brittany and the first three, le- three letters of Owens and you put them together, you get Brio. Okay? All right. Um, I am 32 years old. I know. I know. Black don't crack. I look pretty good for my age if I do say so myself. And I'm not the only one that says it. So there's that but i am a february aquarius aquarius through and through anything that you heard about an aquarius woman (laughs) it is me i am her um i am yeah i'm just i'm everything i'm i am the stereotypical Aquarian and if you don't believe in like zodiac signs or astrology or anything like that that doesn't matter look up anything about an Aquarius woman and just apply it to me and then basically there you go you have a little a little perspective of me without me even having to tell you anything about me just assume that if you read anything about an Aquarius woman that's me okay all right um, I'm from Baltimore. I am I am born I was born and raised in Baltimore up until um I was about however old you are in fourth grade. What is that, nine? I think that's nine. Um and then I moved to Newport News, Virginia and I met some of the best people I know. And then from there, I went to college in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then immediately after college, I mean, like, literally the day after graduation. So we graduated May 7th. May 8th, I ended my lease early. And I uh, moved back to Baltimore. Um, And so... That is where I reside now, although I don't live in Baltimore. I actually live in PG County outside of D.C. So that is um, where I reside, which I think is a bonus fact for you because that was not on the list. I only had uh, where I was from. So there you are, knowing where I reside in the DMV, which please understand, Baltimore, Baltimore is not... A part of the DMV, okay? Now, I can get into the, the reason why. I can get into, like, geographically. It, geographically is just not a part of the DMV. Like, never mind. Just, anyway. I'm from Baltimore originally, and I reside in the DMV, in PG County. Um, My fourth fact about me um, is my education where I went to school, I did I did go, like I said, I went to high school in Newport News, Virginia. I went to college in North Carolina. I graduated from Shaw University. Um, I have a degree in computer science and a minor in math. And then, un- completely unrelated to that, I also have a couple certifications in 
energy coaching, life coach, life coaching and leadership coaching. I know, I know it's like mad random, but there's that. Um, as far as what I do for a living. All right. (laughs) So I am an engineer. I started out my career as a software engineer. Then I transitioned into more of an IT role. And then I actually really liked the when I did IT. Um, And now I am a systems engineer and a program analyst. So I am a contractor for the federal government. And what I do on the day-to-day basis is right now... So basically, I contract for the FAA. And right now, what I do in my role, because it's so dynamic that it changes often. So right now, what I do in my role is I verify that company... Okay, so... So basically, I work for a division of the FAA that makes the rules for drone operators. So if you want to fly a drone, any like anybody, whether you want to fly a drone for fun, for a birthday party, for your for a bit, I was about to say your little business. I do not want to downplay anybody's business. If you have a photography business, like shout out to you. So before I even before that even came off shady, I had to check myself. But if you have a photography business or like I said, you just do it for fun. Anytime you ever want to fly a drone, you have to submit a drone authorization because there are certain places that you can't necessarily fly your drone. Um, or there's obviously certain, you know, flight restrictions or whatever. So basically I work for a division of the FAA that creates these rule, these drone, these rules for people who want to operate drones. So you don't go through the FAA when you are submitting your drone operations. We only provide the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We provide the, the... I'm going to get back to it. But basically, it's companies out there who provide the service for you to be able to submit um, a, a operation to fly your drone. So, we provide the capability. That's what it is. <laughs> we provide the capability. So, basically, if if there is a, uh, like a tech company or a, or a startup or whatever, they create like their own software or their own service or whatever. And they put their, before they can put their product out to market, they have to come, they have to submit their product to us and we have to verify that their product follows the rules. So basically we have to go through like a series of tests and we have to go through like a lot of steps in their program or their software or whatever to make sure that nobody can submit any kind of authorization that will violate the rules and that's what i do right now i verify that these products that are on the market are not violating any of the faa rules to fly a drone boom (laughs) that yo i hate explaining what i do because i feel like it's so much i like i there is no elevator pitch for like what i do it's like either you say it's like either you be like I work for this company 
Like, if you do retail or whatever, like, you'd be like, I work for this company. Or you'd be like, I do this for a living. Like, I'm a teacher or whatever. Or you'd be like, you got to give, like, a whole spill. And I feel like every time I just be like, oh, I'm an engineer. That's already super interest- interesting to people. So they want more. So they'd be like, oh, well, where do you work? So I have to say, oh, I'm a contractor for the government. Oh, wow. That's even more interesting to people. So then they want to know, what do you do? I'm like... Yo, I don't I don't know how to put it in like <laughs> in like two sentences. I'm working on that. Um, moving on. <laughs> oh wait. So what else do I do? I'm also um a budding a budding entrepreneur. So I'm an um employed um employed entrepreneur. I'm employed and I'm entrepreneuring. Um and then entrepreneurially, I like I said, I I just started my brand. Um, no context which is a lifestyle brand and that will basically be like a big umbrella of just everything that I'm interested in because at this point like why hold myself back like I just like mad stuff so I'm not I'm no longer afraid to just try everything that I like and there we have it speaking of um, everything that I like number six is my sexual orientation <laughs> well 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 um (laughs) this is so funny to me because I'm such a private person so it's like I don't I realize I don't give anybody anything like internet wise I don't give you a lot of my personal intimate life um so I (laughs) like I do get asked every every now and then it's not super often but often but every now and then but i know people be curious like well i mean who does she be fucking with like what is going on okay here's the thing i'm very much heterosexual right i've never even like just i think women are beautiful like and i think that women have a lot of sex appeal however i've never been sexually attracted to a woman before um i can see it i can absolutely see the appeal but i just mm -mm, nope it ain't for me but um you know i'm here for it if that's what y'all like like it but i don't like it i like i like guys so there's that (laughs) and then moving on to fact number seven my relationship status i am very much so in a relationship it is not a secret. Like, it's never been a secret. Anybody that has ever asked, that's what you get. Like, I am in a relationship. Um, it may be private, but it's not a secret. And that's, I mean, it's those are just two completely separate things. Like, privacy and secrecy. So, um, there's that. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for oh shit it feel like uh if it feels like longer than what it is but we've been rocking with each other for five years let's put it that way um all that other shit in between you know that just is what it is but i'm i'm very much so in a relationship now getting on i was about to say getting on to the juicy stuff but i feel like those last two was pretty damn juicy yo that's the first time i cursed i think that's the first time i cursed since i've been talking 
Shout out to me. Bitch. I just need to get that off real quick. But anyway, (laughs) moving on to some questions that were more so from the ones that I received from Instagram. Even though people did ask about like my relationship status and my age and my birthday and my occupation. (laughs) Y'all be nosy as shit. (laughs) Whoops. That was another curse word. Anyway, um, the next one is my biggest pet peeve. But I also got at, got asked um, what annoys me. And I felt like those were like two in the same or one in the same rather. So I just co- kind of combined them. So my biggest pet peeve slash, slash what annoys me. The number one thing that I can think of off the very top of my head because this easily annoys me is noise. I I hate noise. I'm I think I like I'm very sensitive to noise. I don't like first of all I don't like random noise. I don't like annoying noise and I just don't like I don't like just miscellaneous noise. Like I don't like ringtones and I don't like for the TV to be loud. I don't like I like to very much so be in my be in my thoughts. Like I am a I I be in there, okay? And I I think what it is is I don't like for my thoughts to be interrupted. Like it I it annoys the hell out of me. Like I hate noise. Like to the point if if my door is open and somebody's dog is barking too um for too long outside, that annoys the shit out of me. And by door, I mean like my like balcony door, not like my front door while. Well, I mean, yeah, anyway. I just noise bothers me i don't like when company comes over and like if they have like their ringtone on or like say if they like on instagram and they just play videos on instagram back to back i hate that shit like i hate noise um and then another one i think i can think of mm, i don't know i think that's my biggest thing oh no child being touched i hate (laughs) this sounds crazy and I thought it was me but then I realized that it's just it's not just me like it's a thing to just not want to be touched and so I don't like being like pulled on and tugged on and like grabbed and like that annoys the hell out of me like it to me it bothers me just as much as noise like oh my god think about imagine being funny right and you tell a joke <laughs> because let's be real i'm kind of funny so imagine being funny and you tell a joke and the person start laughing but their laughing is like they tugging on your shirt and slapping your arm and and pushing you with their shoulder and they falling all in, into you no uh-uh what is you doing get off of me don't touch me don't do that i hate i hate being touched bro i hate it like i <laughs> being touched and making noise like i don't and i don't just mean like don't touch me like i'm talking about like excessively like annoyingly touched like that like like how I'm talking about like if somebody is laughing and they 
nudging you with their elbow or oh when people nudge you with their elbow to get your attention what is that don't nudge me don't please don't nudge me that's what i'm talking about anyway moving on number nine sweet or savory grits girl i'm going with both (laughs) i make my grits sweet and savory and um, I also don't even, I don't eat dairy. So the fact that I got my grits exactly how I like them using non-dairy products is astonishing to me. Let me put you on game real quick. So I make my grits. And if you don't know the grit ratio, because I'm actually really nice at making grits. I'm trash at making rice, but grits, I can do that with my eyes closed. Anyway, grits is one cup of water to a fourth cup of grits and you boil the water boom then i always put a little extra water in there just a little bit you boil the water and then you put your fourth cup grits in there but i also put a little bit of um non-dairy milk in there it, it just depends on what's in the refrigerator it could be oat milk almond milk hemp milk um i just put a little milk in there and then put the grits in there then after a couple minutes you turn down that heat sweetheart and then that's when you start adding in see you can either do raw sugar because i got quite a few different sweeteners in here so i do either raw sugar which i haven't done in a while but raw sugar um i don't necessarily use agave because agave got like this like minty or like fresh taste to it and i don't like that taste of my grits so um 86 the agave don't use that to sweeten grits but either use raw sugar you can use date syrup which is surprisingly really sweet you can use maple syrup maple syrup is one of my favorites um especially if you're making it with like a hearty breakfast or whatever and then or you can use um honey but honey honey is like a little heavy so i would actually just go with um maple syrup or like a little bit of raw um, sugar and then add your your non your non-dairy butter and then your non-dairy um cheese because you need i like that like cheesy flavor but i also like it to be a little sweet and then because i do use non-dairy cheese i also add nutritional yeast because not only is that b12 vitamins but it enhances the cheese flavor so boom there you have it moving on to number 10 (laughs) um would i rather tell a lie to keep everyone content and happy or tell the honest truth Mm -mm, i don't play those kind of games let me tell you something in my previous relationship i used to tell these little white lies right because i felt like you know that thing that we all feel like oh he not gonna be able to handle like the real truth even though it's not that big deal it's not that big of a deal let me just let me just say this little thing just because it's easy and it sounds good but that shit is not easy i don't care how small or how big the lie is it's never easy to lie telling the truth is always the best way to go like you cannot be your authentic self if you're a liar like you just (laughs) that doesn't go hand in hand and so like my number one core value this is a this is like a bonus one for real so i think this is like the second bonus fact that y'all got about me but my number one core value is authenticity i don't know if you picked that up yet but if you haven't i just laid it out for you um and i just feel like you can't be your authentic self 
if you lie. Like, <laughs> that's literally two opposite things, bro. Like, that, it does not go hand in hand. So, when I got out of that relationship and I started reevaluating myself, one of the things that I needed to evaluate was what I be talking about. Like, I can't be true to myself and be a liar. Like, and I don't care how big or how small the lie is. You just can't be authentic and be a liar at the same time. So, to answer your question, tell the honest truth every single time. Every single time. Every, just every single time. Like, just don't lie. Like, they, like I hate, oh my, oh, okay. That's it. Just tell the truth every time. Like, you, so many situations be um, avoidable by just telling the truth like so many situations um anyway number 11 any fears that i've overcome why yes <laughs> this hello um but no one sign very significant fear that i overcame recently like within like the past couple months like during the pandemic or whatever was so I don't I don't like attention, right? And I like I know that like I'm I have capable or I have traits about me that naturally draw attention to me. I'm aware of that, but that still doesn't mean like I'm openly embracing of it like it's it's it can be a little overwhelming so because of that um I don't necessarily like to put myself in situations that draw too much attention to me now some things is I, I sometimes I realize and I'm starting to realize more obviously that attention is inevitable when it comes to putting yourself out there because that's what you're putting yourself out there for, right? But I guess I just want to make sure that it's attention that I'm okay with. Like, and I can't I can't control it, but I can't I can't control what kind of attention people give to me and I can't control what kind of perspectives people have of me of me or whatever and that's always been not necessarily a fear, but it's been kind of one of my gremlins that's hindered me from putting myself out there a little bit more is because I do again my because my core values are authenticity um I value me so much that I would fear that if I put myself out there more or like I just don't ever want to be misperceived because I feel like I put my truest self out there so much that I would never want who I am to be mistaken for somebody that I'm not so that ties into like you know attention and things like that well a fear that I overcame recently was um kind of stepping outside of my well not even kind of but stepping outside of my comfort zone by a long shot and I started doing yoga outside now him hear me out okay um I've done yoga outside plenty of times, but I've done it with a class. Um, 
Now, in the times of where we are right here, right now, in the pandemic, we're not doing no classes, right? So, I'm, you know, I, I got to a point where I was tired of being in the house. And outside was just looking so appealing and it was nice. And like, I just wanted to be outside. So, I just said f it one day and took my yoga mat outside and i was contemplating because trust me this took me like some days to get over it because every day that i would when my class would be about to start and i would look outside and i would be like looking at the weather and i would make an excuse for why i wouldn't go out there i'd be like oh no it rained yesterday the grass probably still wet today i'm gonna just do it in here and then excuse me and then i would be like the next day it would be like i don't it ain't nowhere private that i can go to um and then I would be like then the next day I would be like let me just think of like what spaces I can go to and then I'm gonna just kind of like visit the spaces outside like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go out and um surveillance the the area right <laughs> like scouting and shit like good looking for a good spot of course I never went outside to look finally I got over it and it was one Saturday morning and I just went outside and I did it. And it was the it was one of the best yoga practices that I had like in a very long time. Thanks to the pandemic, I've been able to get like really, really, really consistent in my yoga practice. So beyond a whole bunch of other things that I'm grateful for the, to the pandemic for, um, one of them is for sure overcoming my fear of putting myself out there based on my fear of attention <laughs> and being misperceived. So there we are. So shout out to vulnerability. <laughs> um, Number 12. What pisses me off? And... Um, and this is to quote the question what pisses me off because I don't actually say I don't actually use that word I um I don't really like the I don't like the way the word piss sounds I also don't like the word pussy so there's that when I think of being pissed off I think of being like extremely mad and so I left this question I'm I'm answering this question because my answer is I don't actually get pissed off like I don't I get irritated and I get annoyed for sure and frustrated absolutely but I don't ever really get mad or angry like those aren't really emotions that I immediately resonate with um so when I think of something that pisses me off I normally can't think of like something that immediately comes to mind and and here's the thing right I just, I think, I feel like I worked really hard to, like, not let a lot of external things change my mood, right? So, I don't know how long this has been, but I can can only think of, like, how long I've realized that being mad just don't resonate with me like I just I don't be wanting to be angry I don't be wanting to be mad like even in high school middle school and all that like I don't even know how to hold a grudge I can't hold grudges if I wanted to I just don't know how to hold like that kind of like hardcore negative energy in me for a super long time like so so 
when I think of being mad, I just, I don't know. I But what I can say is that it, people that I don't really know like that, they can't really make me mad. It's the people that I know, like, and that know me. More so, not necessarily that know me, but more so that I know. That, like, the people that I have, like, them, like, real relationships with. Those, first of all, those be the only ones. They be, the, like, the first ones to make me mad. And when I can think off the top of my head, the first person that, if I had to think, like, who is the first person that I feel like that would make me mad, it would be my sister, my little sister. But I feel like that's what they made for. Um, <laughs> But other than that, like, I can't really think of, like, not something that immediately pisses me off. So, number 13 is what's my favorite ice cream. I'm not really a big ice cream person. Ice cream is cool, but it's also not like a go-to snack for me. Um, I also don't eat dairy. Uh, Well, if you include eggs in dairy, then boom. But I only eat eggs. Other than that, I don't eat dairy. I don't eat milk or cheese or cream or whatever um an occasional butter like if I'm in a restaurant and obviously the restaurant not a vegan restaurant and it got butter on it I mean it just is what it is but I'm not about to order no shrimp scampi no scampi and it's made out of butter um anyway my favorite ice cream I would say obviously Oreo is definitely an OG. Um, Because I will eat some non-dairy ice cream. And I have a preference of cashew milk. Because I feel like cashew is like the sweeter of all of the ice creams. Or all of the nuts rather. All of the nut-based dairy alternatives. Cashew to me is the sweetest. Um, And I like the texture of... I'm a big texture person, so I like the texture of cashew ice cream the best. So, most recently, like, I get ice cream, but I get it by what? Like, the pint? Whatever, like, that little personal size is. Like, the little... Definitely ain't pulling up on no gallon. But, like, even that little pint, um, I don't, like... It'll just be in a freezer for, like, months. But, um, most recently, I do, like, a classic vanilla... But that's because I like to add, like, I get, like, a cookie from Chick-fil-A. Oh, hear me out. Classic vanilla bean, cashew milk ice cream. You get, like, a cookie from Chick-fil-A. Listen. And you break it up on top of, like, a scoop and a half. And then you get you some sliced almonds. Because, I mean, I do casually have sliced almonds in a crib. Because, like, acai bowls. You just never know when you need a little almond. Get you some sliced almonds and put it in there. And then sprinkle some cinnamon on that joint. Oh, my. What? I'm about to go to Chick-fil-A right now. Oh, no, I'm not. It's 9.55. Chick-fil-A closing in five minutes. Um, But, yeah. Okay, so that's good. But then also, I mean, cookies and cream, obviously, it's a classic. And then, I i mean, pause, but I do like nuts. So, give me an ice cream with some kind of nuts in it, and I feel like, like, I'll be alright. Or, like, like I said, I like texture, but I also like, I like a variety of, like, different things. So, like, 
I would get bored if I just had to eat vanilla ice cream. Like, I definitely prefer ice cream with, like I said, something in it, like a cookie or like a nut or like paws on the nuts. Okay, and question 14. What are my fears? And I included this because this is different from a fear that I recently overcame. I still have fears. I got more fears. And so the ones that I'm going to think of are more so internal fears and or like psychological fears. Ooh, ooh, I be getting deep on y'all niggas. Y'all really don't be ready for this. Psychological fears, bro. Mm, I'm going to have to look that up when this is done. But my number one. Hold on. I'm at the. Where am I, Jay? Because this. I feel like. This about to get deep all over again. The number one that I. The number one psychological fear that I have. That I can think of off the top of my head. Is my. Is a fear of success. I'm not. Afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to fail whatsoever. I'm not afraid of mistakes because I am let me talk to you about energy levels real quick I told y'all I was certified in energy levels I resonate at an energy level of an of opportunity not an opportunist but opportunity that's somebody who basically <coughs> excuse me that's somebody who basically like instead of (coughs) feeling like I've hit a brick wall when it comes to like a problem or something like that I find an opportunity I always find opportunity in downfalls or like mistakes or problems or whatever to me a problem isn't really a problem like there's there's always opportunity in in every situation good or bad and there's a lot of opportunity in bad situations because those are those are what you where the lessons are because i am i resonate at the energy at the energy level of opportunity i'm not afraid of i'm not afraid of failing because to me failure doesn't exist because For so long as I continue to get whatever lessons my quote-unquote failure, my quote-unquote failures are teaching me, then it's not considered a failure to me. It's a lesson. And one of my favorite hobbies, which is number 15, is learning. And so it's like two opportunities for me. I've turned this failure into a hobby because now I can't turn it into a business unless the failure was so big. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like if the failure was super big and I realized this just isn't a thing for the thing for me, well, I've turned my quote unquote failure into a hobby because now it's just something that I learned. So maybe I learned it so good that I know how to teach it instead of doing it. So I didn't transition one thought process into a completely different one. Because it's like, I fail at doing it, but like, now I know how to teach it. 
I told y'all I was about to get deep. I told you. But <clears throat> let me tell you about my fear of success. <laughs> um, I, okay, so right now I am working on all these different like passion projects, right? Thinking I'm trying to get all these ideas that I have out of my head and into fruition. And so I am, I, I like love curating my story, my stories, how I do on Instagram. I love it. Like it's fun to me. It, it literally, it takes me like five minutes. I'm lying. It takes me, if I got like a lot, if I got like a day's worth of stories to post, it probably take me like 25 minutes to, to like post them all. But this is to include like putting the music on it this is like literally through and through so it really takes me no time to do it so I love my stories but my fear of success I know that I can I know that if I really really work towards like learning cinematography and um and just like like filmography is that a thing film film filmography at this point i'm high but (laughs) and i'm not well anyway if i get good at it my my fear is that like because i do want to explore youtube right i love youtube i watch youtube all day like i love youtube but I would and I would love to be able to put myself more on YouTube, but my the thing that's stopping me is what I, something that I'll always say is that I don't want to get famous like because I don't. I don't want to be popular. I don't want to be like known. I don't and this is like that holds me back. Like I'm very I love my privacy. I like I think being noticed is awkward as hell like I've been noticed before and it's awkward it's awkward as hell I don't know I'm not really good at small talk um so (laughs) I don't know I just um and then and then obviously there's a vulnerability a vulnerability thing too but again my one of my biggest fears is my fear of success like I just I'm a I'm afraid that like like finding my real true passion and getting good at it I don't know what that I don't know what success looks like to me I can't define success yet so I feel like until I know what success even looks like for me to me um I won't get over that fear so I just gave myself homework. I just coached myself. Damn, I'm good. You know what? Let me just wrap this up. Number 15, what are my hobbies? And the question was specifically, what are your hobbies outside of smoking, plants, yoga, in the gym? First of all, I don't go to the gym. <laughs> I don't go to the gym, bro. I don't go to the gym. Like... The gym is cute, but it ain't for me. Um, but absolutely, those are my top three. Smoking plants and yoga are my top three. No, yes, yes, they are. 
Um, what else are my hobbies? I enjoy traveling alone, actually. I love traveling. I love traveling, um, but I love traveling alone even more because because I don't like to be rushed. Oh, boom. That's it. I knew I had another one. I knew I had another pet peeve. All right, let me backtrack. That was number eight, which is also my line number. <gasps> That's another fact. Oh, I really be holding out on y'all. I forgot to tell y'all. When I was in college, I pledged a sorority. I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And I am number eight. My line name is Rockstar with the AKA in the middle. Fitting, right? They named me that because of my personality and because I had like all my tattoos. And just because like I just I D G A F I D G A F F Okay. Um But yeah. So my hobbies are oh um why did I even bring that up? Because I said that I oh one of the things that annoys the hell out of me is being rushed, which is why I don't like I mean why well like one of the biggest reasons why I prefer to travel by myself. I like to just come and go as I please I like to do as much and or as little as I like I like to be in the moment whatever that moment feels like to me I feel like I move a lot on like just how I feel like if I feel like dressing in like a a nice cute little dress then that's what I'm giving but if I also feel like being in sweats and a little crop top then that's cute too but if I also feel like being in an oversized hoodie and some oversized sweats then then I might just give that as well so like everything I feel like I do is a feeling right like I mean I'm also very rational I'm also highly analytical and a a complete overthinker which is paralyzing in and of itself all of those things individually and (laughs) combined they are paralyzing but um I say that because I love to travel and so I get such a rush like traveling does so much for me that the one thing that can ruin it for me is like things that bother me like being on on a trip with somebody who just makes a lot of noise and who just wants to touch you and who wants to rush you and who has an itinerary and none of those things sound fun to me (laughs) so I like I like to eat a lot I don't want to hang out with somebody who wants to just count my calories like that's that is not fun you eating again yes yes the fuck I am I am eating again what's up like you don't have to be hungry (laughs) you don't gotta be hungry with me that is okay but guess what I'm either about to order this Uber Eats or we about to stop and I'm about to grab me you know a little bite I'm eating again that's fun to me that is a hot boom that is another hobby eating I love finding like different like new things to eat 
especially since I've changed, I've been like transitioning my diet um, over the course of like a few years. So I, uh, the first thing was like pork. I got rid of that. And then it was beef. And now I just, I'm basically on a plant-based diet, but I do eat, um, I eat seafood and I eat eggs. Everything in moderation though. I don't, I, I definitely, I definitely lessened my intake of seafood and eggs so I predominantly eat plant-based but like I said I, I will eat a good egg and seafood um and again I'm not super strict when it comes to butter like if I know that at like something I'm eating from a restaurant like has is cooked in butter or like has a little bit of butter or something like that I'm not it's fine I'll eat it but again I'm not I'm not ordering no scampi or like nothing that I know is like drenched in butter I'm not doing that um another hobby outside of traveling eating smoking plants and yoga I like to learn I love learning I look that is my favorite thing like if oh boom here's another fact i actually think this is like i'm coming on like 18 ish somebody count somebody actually count and tell me how many facts i actually gave you but um one of my passions actually is learning i love learning i'm just so naturally inquisitive that like i just i like to i literally learn something every day um, I, I watch a lot of like documentaries, like no matter how, like, like, you know, doc, like movies, it could be like an hour and a half, two hours, whatever. But I also watch like short docs on YouTube. Like I'll watch like countdown videos or like the top 10 things you didn't know about Oklahoma or like, um, it's funny because I hated history in, um, in high school. I've actually never really liked history until like, I guess until recently. Cause one, some of my favorite videos on YouTube are like comparison videos between like North and South Dakota or like, like I watch a lot of like comparison of the state videos, um, on YouTube. Um, I also like, like historical videos, like, um oh the history channel got this show called um how the states got their shapes or something like that that's very interesting i like i just love learning stuff i just really like i i definitely would say i know a whole i mean what is it i know a little bit about a whole bunch of stuff that is me you need you a little fact or you just want to have a conversation with somebody who just knows something <laughs> I because I just be knowing stuff I am your person to talk to because I be knowing stuff I don't be knowing everything but if I don't know it I'm definitely about to find out because I don't like not knowing stuff well anyway <laughs> that's all I got those are my 15 facts and this was my first podcast that I did by myself. It actually was not as bad as I thought it would be. And I look forward to talking to y'all next month.
Later.